Glory to God. Are y'all glad to be here tonight? Amen. How about we just say, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Well, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, y'all may be seated. We do not have CIA tonight because we are having pastor's refirement party tonight. In case you weren't here this morning and you didn't know that, uh, right after the service tonight, we're going to be celebrating Pastor's 65th birthday by partaking of some sweets. Glory to God. But before we do that, in here tonight, we're going to partake of some sweets also. The sweet word of the living God. Amen. Amen. I like what uh, the prophet Jeremiah said in Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. He said, Thy word was found, and I did eat it. And it was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. The sweet, sweet, delicious word of God. Amen. I think I'm getting a little bit of ring. Am I a little bad? No. Okay, we're all right. I don't want to blast anybody out. So the last two Sunday mornings, Pastor's been uh, doing an excellent series today. He was talking about uh, more again about our good, good Father. So as he was saying that this morning about our good, good Father, I started thinking about the benefits of serving our good Father. There's benefits to being a Christian. Did you know that? Thank God for the rich benefits of being in the family of God. And we as believers, we need to look into the Word of God on a continual basis and find out what some of our wonderful benefits are that our good, good Father has blessed us with. So tonight, we're going to look at quite a few scriptures in the book of Psalms. So I hope you came ready to receive the Word of God. And this Word is a Word that we're going to see standing out in a lot of these passages tonight. And that Word is abundantly satisfied, well satisfied, satisfied with good things. But the first verse that we want to look at is in Psalms chapter 68, verse 19. And it says this, Blessed be the Lord, Psalm 68:19. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with what? What? With benefits. The God of our salvation. So right there, it tells us the God of our salvation daily. Everybody say daily. Daily, daily loads us with benefits. Loaded with what? Well, for a believer, we're loaded with benefits. We're not supposed to be loaded with worry, stress, fear, anxiety, poverty, disease, all of these horrible things that are available. But for the believer, we're supposed to be loaded with rich benefits found in His kingdom. Now, you may know someone, and if they're sitting next to you, please don't look at them, but you may know someone, people, that has been loaded with the wrong things. I mean like the wrong spirits. I mean like a beverage or a substance that they shouldn't be loaded with. Don't look at anybody. You may know somebody like that, or you may have run across somebody like that. I heard a story this morning. Some pastor friends of us, of ours, they were out of town, and uh, they were getting ready to, they were leaving their hotel room to go somewhere. And the pastor's wife, she's all friendly and bubbly, and they're walking past, 
You know, when people are getting ready to clean your room, they're walking past this cart, and this guy is standing there, and she just, you know, just being friendly, just says, Hi, how are you? And just kept walking. And then this person just replied, Terrible. I'm an alcoholic. And she thought, Did I hear that right? And her first response was, What? You're not cleaning my room. No, that's not what she said, but that could have been a thought. And then he goes on and he says, yeah, I drank before I came to work today. I think that could have been one of my thoughts. Well, uh, let's just see here. I don't think I'll have you clean my room. But instead, her response was, she stopped what she was doing. Her husband were on their way out to some sort of an appointment, but it was a divine appointment. And her point was, you know, we have to be sensitive to our spirit. When somebody, I mean, that's an open door. When all you just say to them is, hi, how you doing? And they say, terrible, I'm an alcoholic. Well, we shouldn't just say, oh, that's nice, have a good day, and keep walking. You know what I'm saying? So, they stopped what they were doing and went and ministered to him. Their response was, Jesus loves you, he'll set you free. And I like this, they prayed with him right there in the hallway. And he told them, oh, thank you. My grandmother prays for me all the time. But he received Jesus. And I just got, I heard that this morning. I thought, yay, that hotel hallway became hallelujah hallway for that young man. Because somebody took the time to tell him, you don't have to come to work loaded on another foreign substance. You can get filled with Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost and filled with the Word of God, be set free from all of that stuff and come to work daily loaded with the benefits of being a believer. Daily loaded with joy and peace, glory to God. Daily loaded with the goodness of God. Anybody in for that? Anybody say, I'll take that. Hallelujah. So our Father is a good Father. And He satisfies us with good things. I love this passage of Scripture. It's got to be one of my favorite Psalms. I know I read it a lot, but hey, I'm here and you get to hear it again. It won't hurt you. Psalms 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, And forget not all His benefits. Let's just lift our hands and bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Lord, I take a moment just to bless You, just to magnify You, just to thank You for all that You have done for me. Lord, I thank You for saving me. I thank You for delivering me. I thank You for healing me. Hallelujah. Then it goes on and lists some of the benefits here in verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy? And then this is the verse that would be the key verse that came to me today as I was thinking about our good Father... Verse 5, who satisfies your mouth with what? Good things. Oh, I like this part. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I ought to get a shout on that one. Woo! 
We're celebrating Pastor's 65th birthday. But I can tell you, I think he looks younger and younger and stronger and stronger all the time because you know what's happening on the inside. You know, the Bible says our outward man may be perishing, but our inward man, glory to God's what's happening to our inward man, it's not perishing. It's getting renewed. It's getting stronger. And if we will spend more time putting good things into our heart, what's on the inside of us will show up on the outside. It will even begin to change your appearance. It will begin to quicken you. Amen. That same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, it dwells on the inside of us and it quickens us. Glory to God. Now, I like to tease people about getting old. I do that a lot. And then I mean it as a joke. I like to buy people bad birthday cards. I look for them for a year sometimes. I store up. I have a whole drawer full of them. But, you know, I joke about it. But I don't believe that we are going to have to get old and lose our memory and our hair fall out and our teeth and all of that stuff. He's renewing our youth. Hallelujah. And it says He satisfies our mouth with good things. Now, it is a good thing to take care of your physical body because we all want to live long and finish strong. It's a good thing to eat healthy. But when I saw that today, He satisfies my mouth with good things. I thought, yay, I don't just have to eat hay and drink wheat grass and eat sprouts. Glory to God. I can be satisfied with good things and it can still bring good to my body. Hallelujah, because I'm eating it in faith. Now, you know there's a balance there and I'm not telling you what to do about that. But you know what? You can eat whatever you eat, eat it in faith. Glory to God, but you can't cast the calories out of it by faith. You know what? But, you know, it's a good thing every once in a while. You may be a vegetarian or a vegan, whatever. You can do whatever you want. But I found a scripture that says my father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. If he owns the cows, he must want us to eat them. Amen? It's a good thing. He satisfies our mouth with good things. All righty. Yes? Sell them and make some money. Well, okay, there you go. So, anyhow. I'm satisfied with good things that my father, my good father, has provided for me. Now, I'm sure we've all had this experience. Have you ever gone to a restaurant and you paid good money for the meal? The service was terrible. The food was even worse. And you walked out of that place. Pastors, we've walked out of some places before and he's like, Okay, we saw that, but they cheated us. You cheated me out of a good night, out of a good meal. But you know what? We never walk out of a place where our Father's involved. We don't come to this church ever and walk out and say, You cheated me. Do you know every time you come here, you get a good meal? You get a happy meal. Hallelujah. Because happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Amen. And the Word is rich. The Word is good. Our Father never serves up a bad meal. We never go and read the Word and say, Man, I just feel a lot worse than I did before I read the Word. We never go into His presence and and say, You know, I was down when I went in His presence and now I feel worse. I feel so terrible. No. In His presence is fullness of joy. 
And if we hang out with Him, if we feast on manna from heaven, glory be to God, we're going to be full of joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. And we're going to receive strength from the Word of God. Now I found this scripture over again. It's in Psalms. Psalms 36, verse 7 and 8. And let's look at this. We're talking about being abundantly satisfied with good things. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Verse 8. They are what? Say it with me. Say it loud. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. How does God satisfy? What does it say there? Abundantly. So I looked up these definitions of the word abundantly. Excessive. Overflowing. Surplus. Over and above. More than enough. I'm so glad that when we come to the Father and we say, Lord, I have this need. I'm coming in the name of Jesus. And He says, well, now wait just a minute. Let me see if I can scrounge up a little bit of something. You know, uh, Kenneth Hagin Jr., Pastor Ken, and Pastor Copeland, they were just here and boy, they just wiped the cupboards bare. No, He says there's fullness in His house. And there is overflow. I like this surplus. More than enough. God's got it, folks. He's got what we need and He's got more than enough. He is the God of abundance. He is El Shaddai, the God who is more than, more than, more than enough. And our God is not wasteful, but our God is extravagant. If you don't think it's not extravagant to have the streets in heaven of pure, solid gold, that's extravagant. But it's not wasteful because God created all the jewels and the metals and everything else. And He can do with it what He wants to do with it. God said in my house, you will be abundantly satisfied with fullness, with overflow. Could anybody use some overflow in your life? Some surplus. We've all had the unfortunate experience of having more month than money. That's not surplus. That's not overflow. And we're all stretching and we're all growing and, you know, we're getting out of the land of not enough into the land of just enough over into the land of more than enough in every single area of our life. Now, this word abundantly satisfied in this verse literally means to be saturated, to be drenched, to be drunk, to be intoxicated. Hallelujah. Drenched. Dripping. Not a little dab will do you. Too often we take the attitude when it comes to the things of God. 
We come maybe into a service and we've had a tough week and we've done our best, but we come in on E. Our spiritual gauge is on E. I mean, it's past E. And we come into the service and the pastor is loaded. Man, he's ready to give us a rich word from heaven. The Pastor Tom and the worship team, they're leading us into the presence of God. And we're sitting there and we start drinking it a little bit. And then we have this kind of attitude. Well, just give me $10 worth and I think I can make it till Wednesday. No! What good is $10 worth? Especially in this day and age when the pastor is saying, I hear, let me, by the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, fill your tank to overflowing. Don't come in with the attitude, give me $10 worth and then I think I can coast back into church on Wednesday night. No, he's into overflow. He's into abundance. He wants us drenched. He wants us saturated. He wants you intoxicated with the Spirit of the living God. We need to change our concept of God's desire to bless us. He is not the withholder. He is not stingy. He doesn't ever have the attitude when we pray and ask Him for something. Well, now you know there's starving kids in India and Africa. Maybe you're being a little bit selfish about what you're praying. Now, God's got big enough to take care of the starving kids and to meet your PG&E bill all in the same day. That's the kind of God that we serve. Amen? Well, I'm happy about this message. I don't know if you are, but... Somebody took my water. Hallelujah. Here's one. <clears throat> I'm going to get filled and saturated here. All right. Turn back up. Turn to another verse in Psalms. Psalms 107. <clears throat> Psalms 107, verse 8 and 9. We're coming into the Thanksgiving season. Is it a good thing to be thankful? Is it a good thing to bless the name of the Lord? Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for what? His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Then verse 9, For He satisfies the longing soul. He fills the hungry soul with goodness. Oh, that men would give thanks unto the Lord for His goodness. Let's raise our hands one more time. Let's bless the Lord. Lord, we bless You. We thank You for Your goodness. We are grateful. We are thankful that You have been so good to us. We will bless Your name forever. Hallelujah! It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. That He satisfies the longing soul. Only Jesus, only Jesus can fill the emptiness and the void in the depths of men's heart and soul. People look for love. People look for satisfaction. People look for...
for people that, you know, just everything else in all the wrong places. But it's only Him. We were created to praise the Lord. We were created to worship Him. And there's something on the inside of every human being because we're created in His likeness and in His image. It's almost like a homing device on the inside of every one of us. There's a void in our lives until we find Him, until we taste and see that the Lord is good. Can I get some? Oh! Oh! Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I've tasted and I've seen that you and you alone are good. Woo! Oh, Lord, you satisfied the longing of my soul. Nothing else will ever do. It's you, Jesus, alone that satisfies. Hallelujah. And it says he has filled us with goodness. Do you know that God's always been into abundance, abundantly blessing us? abundantly showing His goodness and His mercy. Let's look at one passage over here in the New Testament before we go back to Psalms. John 10.10 in the Amplified. Hallelujah. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came that they may have life that they may have and enjoy life and have it in what? In abundance, to the full, till it overflows. That's one of the definitions of abundance. In abundance, to the full, till it overflows. And what kind of life is he talking about? The Zoe kind of life. The God kind of life. The good kind of life. God gives us richly all things to enjoy. God can't give any other kind of life except good life. Because God and good are synonymous terms. James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift, where does it come from? It comes down from the Father of lights with whom there's no variance or shadow of turning. Our good, good Father gives us good, good life and He gives it to the full till it overflows. Abundant Zoe kind of life. He gives us abundant life. He doesn't give you redundant life. Our life was never meant to be bland and boring, and it shouldn't be, and it won't be when we serve the Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us all things to enjoy. He wants you to have a good life down here in life. It says in Ephesians that He has prepared some things for all of us. He's given you a pathway to walk in. And in this pathway are good plans. You are destined for great things. You are destined to enjoy this life that God has prepared for you. And it's our responsibility just to find out what it is, step in it, and walk 
with Him. Like Pastor said today, He's looking for walking partners. He's looking for walking companions to walk the walk, to walk the path that He has prearranged for us. Hallelujah! And it's not a bad life. God's never, no one on this earth has ever been born to have a bad, terrible life. Now we know from the first part of this verse that the thief comes in order to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his mission. That's his purpose. And so he always is trying to mess people's lives up. And particularly when folks aren't born again, they are open prey to the attacks of the enemy. And even when we get born again, if we don't know our authority, then we're still going to be subject to the thief coming and trying to steal from us, trying to destroy good things in our life. But that is not our Father. He said, I came to give you life that you would enjoy abundant kind of life. Now, I heard Joyce Meyer say this years ago about this word enjoy there, and I looked it up. It's got many definitions. But one of the definitions of the word enjoy there is to relish. What in the world does that have to do with enjoy? To relish. So you look up the word relish, and one of the definitions of it is to add flavor. Now, you can eat a hot dog just plain if you are a bland, boring person. But that's not really the way to eat a hot dog, a hamburger, or a sandwich. If you want to really enjoy it, what do you need to do? Put some relish on it. Put some mayonnaise and some mustard and some onions. Add some relish. Add some flavor to that bland, boring hot dog. Hot dog. Spice it up. So that's what Jesus said. I came to spice your life up. I came to give you some relish in life. So it's not boring, that it's not sad, that it's not just the same old, same old, same old every single day. Listen, living for Jesus ought to be exciting. There's no better adventure in life than adventures with God and adventures with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So let Him spice your life up. Now, I like this translation. We don't have it here, but it's called the voice of this passage. The thief approaches with malicious intent. He's looking to steal. I guess we do have it. To slaughter and destroy. But I came to give life with joy. And then what's the other word? Isn't that amazing? Life with joy and abundance. So us walking in abundance is connected to us having joy on the inside of us. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And if we will tap into that joy, there's just something about ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Even in the face of seemingly lack. Ha, 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 ha. He will give you joy. And when you ha, 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 guess what begins to happen? Abundance of peace. Abundance of joy. Abundance of deliverance. Abundance of finances. So ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. Your abundance is connected to your joy. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. 
So if your joy level gets low, you might start noticing, whoo, there's a little bit of lack over here. There's a little bit of lack over there. So what are you going to do? You're going to rejoice. Ha, 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 ha. Woo, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to get that gauge back up on full. Hallelujah. And enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Glory to God. Now I want to go back to Psalms 36, 8. And this time, look at it in the New King James Version, just Psalms 36, 8. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. Now let's look for a moment at that phrase, fullness of your house. We already talked about it. But that denotes no empty cabinets. The fridge is not bare. You know, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, and I'm so happy and excited that all of our kids and our two little, new little granddaughters are going to come home. And I'll tell you what, I've already told Pastor, now pretty much after November, you know, 18th or whatever that, 15th, 18th or something, don't ask me to do anything because I am going to be shopping I'm going to be filling up the refrigerator. I'm going to be filling up the cabinets because I want there to be abundance in my house. I want my kids and my granddaughters to be abundantly satisfied when they come and visit Grammy's house. Now, they're going to be there for about a week, and I can guarantee you when they're gone, the cupboards will be bare, the fridge will be empty. But when they come, it's going to be fullness in the house. And God said, I want you to know there's always fullness in my house. We know that God's house, of course, is heaven. It's His presence. But when I was looking at this passage, I just got to thinking about it. You know what? This is His house. You and I are His house. We're the temples of the Holy Ghost. So in our very being ought to be filled with the goodness of God. In this building, in this very place, in this, His local house, there ought to be a saturation of His blessings that come from just being in this house. Have you ever heard the term happy hour? Pastor and I ate at a restaurant today, and he wanted to watch the game, so we were eating on the certain side in the restaurant, and they said, oh, it's happy hour all day today. Well, yay, but you know what? Happy hour is a great time for a lot of people. It means discounted food. I can go there and keep eating and eating appetizers, and all i got to do is buy a drink or two or whatever. But you know, people often have their favorite place that they like to go to for happy hour. They like to go there and get happy. Where, you know, like that old show, Cheers, go a place where everybody knows your name. They want to go to this special little place where everybody knows their name and they can get discount on appetizers. Well, that's okay. People can say that's their happy place, their little happy restaurant. But guess what? God's house is a lot better than any place like that. We don't have to go to the wrong place, or to a substitute to get happy. Folks, this is a happy place. 
every time we come together. This is happy hour because Jesus is serving up some happy meals in this place. And if we come with hungry hearts every single time, we will be well satisfied, abundantly satisfied, hallelujah, with fullness from His house. And then it goes on here, and I like this. You know, this church, again, let me get back to this. This church is a good place. It's a place where we're fed good Word of God. A place where we enter into His presence. A place that we have anointed worship. Aren't you thankful for that? It's a place where we can receive forgiveness from our Lord Jesus Christ. A place where the healing waters flow. It's a place of restoration. It's a place of peace and it's a place of joy. The Father's house. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for this place. Are you thankful? I'm thankful for the family of God that come together and worship in this place and create an atmosphere of abundance. Create an atmosphere of, oh, our God is good and our God wants to meet your needs. Hallelujah. And then there was another phrase in this verse that it says that we can drink from the rivers, drink from the rivers of your pleasure. Hallelujah. What kind of river? You know, there is a river. The Bible talks about it. In Revelation chapter 21, it, 22, verse 1, it says this, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It was a river that was so pure, so crystal clear that it was called River of Life because that's exactly what it is. And that's that same river that he's talking about here that we can come and we can drink from this river of God's pleasures. We can drink in of this river of life which has no death. He promises that when we are connected to His house, He will provide us with a steady stream of drink from the rivers of His good pleasure. And I looked up that word pleasure there back in Psalms 36, 8. And in the Hebrew, I was surprised. It said Eden, that it was from the same root word for Eden. Pleasures, rivers of pleasures. Well, we all remember that place, right? The Garden of Eden, what was it? It was a place of happiness. It was a place of pleasure, of delight. It was a place of supernatural provision. We have a little Eden in our lives. I know Pastor Nancy looked up the name. What was it? It was like pleasure and delight and happiness and all of these wonderful things. And in this verse, it also says that this word carries with it the thought of luxury, finery, abundant provision, rivers of pleasure. That says to me that God wants His people to experience the pleasures of living a luxurious life. He wants us to enjoy the finer things as we drink from His river and are abundantly satisfied. 
with fullness in his house. Hallelujah. He is our abundant provider. He is the one who blesses us with good things to enjoy. Hallelujah. I believe it's time for us tonight. I have more, but I believe it's time for us to just take a few moments and to partake of the fullness in our Father's house. To drink from the rivers of His good pleasure. Why don't you all stand with me? Hallelujah.